Good morning. if you would indulge me today and just start with a couple of deep breaths. It's sort of been a rough couple of weeks, couple of months, couple of years. I don't know how far back you want to look. Um, I found myself just having trouble sleeping, waking up in the middle of the night with things on my mind and I've got two young kids, so I haven't exactly slept deeply and soundly for seven or eight years. But I was talking to some of my friends, and I realized they're experiencing the same thing, too. So I don't know if that resonates for any of, of you gathered here today. But it feels to me like there's something in the air, something in the collective unconscious, that the tensions are rising, and there's something unsettling happening today. And yet, And yet, in the words we just heard from the the lesson, from the revelation to John, God is doing a new thing. The holy city, the new Jerusalem, the, the words talk about this beautiful holy city coming down and transforming all things here among us. With a voice saying, see, I am making all things new. What about what it doesn't feel like that is what is unfolding? Today in the church, we celebrate All Saints Day. We celebrate the great cloud of witnesses who have lived their lives with Jesus in the center, the grounding, their base. We celebrate those we love who have died. We celebrate the idea That in God's eyes, in God's world, in God's dream, the vision God has for us, we are all always in relationship with God. We are all always eternally alive with God. And there's nothing we can do or not do or say or not say or think or not think to change that. It's like a, it's a fact. There's nothing to be done to change the fact that we are loved, end of story, and that we are alive now and always in that love. Right now, it doesn't always feel like that. How do we have eyes for the new work God is doing? How do we have eyes? How do we learn to see things in a new way? Well, the other thing that we do today, because it is All Saints Sunday, is we renew our baptismal vows. We renew the words that we spoke or that were spoken on our behalf. We renew a a way of life, a way of entering into this church family, this church relationship we have with each other. And we've spent the last few weeks here talking a lot about turning, turning to Jesus, turning to God. And that's exactly what we will reaffirm in a few moments that we turn toward Jesus, that we turn toward the teachings, the Christian community of all of us gathered here today and beyond, that we turn toward the practice of breaking bread together, that we turn toward the practice of praying together, that we turn toward Jesus, so that means we turn away from evil, and yet there is an understanding that we can't help it, so that we again and again and again turn back toward God. 
that we turn toward this good news, that we turn to seeing, to seek and serve Christ in everyone in order that we can love ourselves as we love each other. And it all comes together as we work together to strive for justice and peace among all people, those that we see in alignment with and those that challenge our viewpoints. And the final piece that I think holds all, thing together, all things together that I think is so key for our world, for our nation, for us today, is that we turn toward respecting the dignity of every human being. We turn toward a sense of coming together, of drawing together, of gathering together in Christ so that we together can see this new world unfolding. So what do we learn from our stories today? The gospel story that we just heard. It's about Jesus' friend Lazarus and his sisters Mary and Martha, who are also Jesus' friends. And Lazarus dies. And the setup, the piece that we didn't hear heard, but the setup a little bit before that section, Jesus knows that Lazarus is sick, and he doesn't go right away. He chooses to wait a little bit to make the point that when he gets there, Lazarus isn't just a little bit dead. He's really, really dead. There's no, oh, we, 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 we buried him too soon, and that's how he emerged from his tomb. No, Lazarus is dead. And Jesus shows up, and as he approaches the family home, Martha comes out to meet Jesus. Jesus starts engaging Martha in a dialogue. He shows up to be with his friends in their grief, to share in that grief and in that love. And as he's talking to Martha, he's asking her questions. And Martha's saying, yes, yes, Lord, I believe, and I know that he will be resurrected in the last day. Like She's got all the right answers for what she's learned. And I think she's saying, yes, I trust, I trust all this stuff, but man, I wish you were here because if you were here, he wouldn't be dead right now. And Jesus, as Jesus does all the time in the stories of the scriptures and all the time in our lives, he meets us where we are. He's like, okay, okay, you're here. You're up here in your head. You're up here. You're, you're thinking. You're dealing with something on this level. And Jesus says, all right, here's what we're going to do. I'm going to invite you to move from your head down into your heart. Let's see if we can see together. A few weeks ago, we heard the story of Jesus and the rich young man who comes to him and says, what must I do to inherit eternal life? And Jesus does the same thing. He meets him where he is, and he says, well, you know what to do. And they go through some of the commandments, and then, and then Jesus looks at him and loves him. I feel like there's this moment where Jesus is like, okay, I'm going to go with you here. Can you move from your head, from what do you need to do, into your heart? How do things transform within you so that the doors burst open and the love shines through? So today, Jesus meets his friends. He meets Martha and Mary, and he sees all of their friends who've come to grieve with him who are lost because all looks lost. Meets them where they are. He says, okay, can we go from here down into our hearts, and break things open. 
Jesus' move from deep within his being. He weeps with them. Then he says, let's go to the tomb. Move the stone. We can't do that. It's going to smell too bad because he's really, really dead. Move the stone. And then Jesus enters into a prayer, and it's a prayer that you can tell Jesus has been having this prayer, and he shares this part, as he says, for all of us listening. Knowing who he is, knowing the way God works, Jesus invites us to witness God's glory. Lazarus, come out, he says. And Lazarus comes out. Jesus sends out the invitation. He calls forth for the new life to come out of death. Lazarus emerges, but Lazarus, he emerges bound, wrapped up in the linens in which he was buried. Jesus' next invitation is to his family and friends, to the people gathered around him. Unbind him. Unwrap what is holding him back from new life. Liberate him. And in the process of liberating their brother or their friend, I can only imagine that their hearts were cracked open. And that love that is boundless, that surpasses all of our understanding, shined forth. I want to revisit those breaths we took at the beginning and invite you into a bit of a meditation that I came upon this past week. It's something that James Finley, who's a um, Christian meditation teacher, he does a lot of work with Richard Rohr in the Center for Action and Contemplation. This is a, a meditation that I came across of his. So he invites us to notice our breath. Notice that breathing in and that breathing out. And to attach a mantra to that breath. Three short words. I love you. The invitation is as we breathe in, we hear God's voice saying deep within us, I love you. God's love pouring into our hearts. And then as we breathe out, we respond from the depths of our being, I love you. God's love being poured into us as we breathe in, our God's love moving out of us as we breathe out. My invitation, my hope, my prayer for all of us for our world, especially as we move into the next few days as a nation, that we may find that peace, that rootedness, that grounding in God's love. As I say, love is the highest vibration. And when we come from that place of love, we can't help but uplift those around us. So as we draw in the source, as we breathe in God's love, may we breathe out that transformation, that power that calls us out of the tomb and that invites us to liberate each other. Amen.